All right, so sorry about that, guys. We'll call that a, uh, a trial run the first time. Um, I think there's something going on with the app where it is freezing in certain cases. But uh, this is going to be the official one that I post. So if you're watching this on IG, appreciate you tuning in live. If you're watching it on YT or on the website, then uh, appreciate you guys watching the replay and tuning in. Uh, hit that subscribe button, like, share, all that great shit, and we're going to have some fun. Uh, what up, Trey? I got me, give me some. Give me an NBA on here. We're we'll talking about some, some things coming out of pipe for us. I'll give you guys some things. Well, I just started. I was going to give an update, starting of the update for Tequila LA 27. See, now we're back. I don't have a random third person on there right now. You know. Uh, what I was saying about Tequila LA 27, I think I started this, we started this conversation last night on, uh, on Pass My Cup on Who Killed Kenny's uh, podcast episode yesterday uh, where, where, you know, where I was, you know, have you guys like whatever articles or whatever y'all want to write about y'all, uh, about beer or high ABV or whatever it may be, articles or videos y'all want to make, whatever it may be, um, then, you know, what I would do is, what I told him is that, um, you know, if you don't have a website, I'll help you build that website up, get that all set up for y'all, uh, help you when it comes to the monetization of it, give you some ideas on affiliate affiliates, how to get affiliates for your website uh, on everything that you you post on, you know, that you write on mine, on my website. You have uh, links to everything on every article that you write. Uh, and, and, you know, of course, just more. You know, of course, more than that. Um, that's just what I can think of off the top of my head of what I said, but I can pour more onto it. Uh, more on to you. Obviously, you're already on there. Your brand page already on there. Uh, you know, we'll go from there. Mahalo, uh, Mahalo, Lee. What up, AK? AK, you want to come on? We have two other slots. We have one gentleman that is uh, that is doing some housework real quick. I'm going to say anybody's a hot garbage in my house. Hey, AK. What's up? I'm going to send you an AK. Uh, oh, AK can't come on. Sorry. Uh, so, yeah, so you had some. So, what are some of the. Uh, I'm working right now. I'm working too, AK. I'm working for you. So, you got to work. So you got to help me help you. If y'all don't know, AK is the owner of Rea Libre Tequila. Where's that shirt at? Here it is. Rea 
Great Tequila. If you don't know about this tequila, it's coming out 2023. TLA brand of promise. Yeah. Sorry, I got my Starburst. Not sure. Sure it is. It's Starburst, man. Uh-huh. Starburst gummy. Adult candy, I know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But, um, appreciate it. Uh, AK, so for anyone that's in the chat right now, anyone that's watching this, AK the Greatest is one of the owners of Ray Libre Tequila. If you do not follow Ray Libre Tequila, you do not follow AK, you do not follow DJE, you need to go and follow both of them. Um, have a big, big meeting coming tomorrow. Fingers crossed. You're awesome. Fingers are crossed. I'm hoping this with a great distributor that's going to get this tequila in here. It's going to get it distributed everywhere, and we're going to get it cracking. You know. Um, in the meantime, and in between time, you can go back and watch some of our interviews with AK and uh, E as well. So yeah, man. Uh, I mean, I know you started talking about uh, on the other live that I had to end about what you had coming down the pipeline. And, but can you do, because this is going to be the one that's going to be posted, so do you mind going over it again? Um, yeah. So, so pretty much I got brick tea coming out, so I'm getting ingredients for that. So I can start putting that together. Um, I ran up quite a few recipes. Um, I might bring some out. I might save some for later. Um, so I, I got, you know, I got one for, I guess, my, my version of a um, Belgian. Um, I don't know what level you want to call it, but it, it'll be in the 20s. Um, low proof? A low proof? Yeah. Now it'll be in the twenties somewhere. Um, no, I've been playing with my label more, so we've been playing with that. So most of the labels will look, you know, it'll look more cohesive. So I might be doing more things in the background. Uh, so, so I guess when y'all see the the bottles of the limoncello, it'll have the one of the new labels we came out with on it. Um, so. Just trying to clean some stuff up, kind of get it a little bit more cohesive. Um, and then I guess we go from there. I mean, there's other things I'll probably talk to you offline that I'm thinking about. So you'll start seeing some things infused on my label, uh, hidden in the background. Um, you know, I just want to keep having fun and pushing the limits, you know. So I still there's, there's a few more things I want to test out. Um, but like I said, I'm I'm really interested to see once I go pro, kind of on those bigger equipment, how everything's gonna interact. You know, especially like what we talked about last night with the osmotic pressure and stuff like that. Yeah, man, y'all were y'all were talking nothing but like fear stuff, man. I'm like, bro, I have no idea what y'all talking about. Like, you know, I was, I'm starting to pick up on more, but it was just like, you know, I'm not there yet yeah uh, but y'all were talking so like when you're doing beers like mine 
it does a lot to the yeast. So you, you have to have a certain type for it to handle those conditions. Mm -hmm. I mean, some breweries, to get to where I'm at now, they basically are brewing lower ABV beers and stepping them up with sugar or, or some type of, you know, types of sugar to get it to that level. Because basically they're tricking the yeast and thinking that it's smaller. But the problem with doing that is I think it's too much sugar in it. And then that changes the mouthfeel and flavors to the beer, even though they get it to the 20s. Because um, ideally, if you add in other types of sugar besides, you know, the malts and stuff like that, you really want to keep it under that 20% of your, 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 your bill, your grain bill, you know, stuff that you're making. Because now you start getting to that thin mouthfeel, and it'll start tasting more towards like that solid kind of taste because mm -hmm. of all the sugar in it and it's thinning it out also. Um, so, I mean, right now I, I got my yeast that is doing it straight up. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, I had a question that's completely away from that because <laughs> I was listening to, I listened to a uh, podcast episode where this one influencer was uh she was talking about how she has like like eighty nine hundred nine thousand followers something like that and she's like oh i'm not making any money from this um so for you, you two i mean obviously wendell you're you know you're you have actual you know products you have glasses and you have a home brew that you're you know that you're working with but like salt um, can you talk on like what you're doing with all this platform and everything to make you know start to make money on this and to and to keep making this profitable uh, at the level of followers that you have? Um, can you hear me? First of all, yes, I can hear you better now. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I don't know what was going on earlier. Um, yeah. So the podcast, this that's the plan for this year. It's been growing. The downloads are consistently in. So when it's a podcast, that's what you have to sell to whoever you're going to sell it to, whether it's a sponsor or whether you're selling ad space. So you're selling how long they're tuning in and when they're tuning in and how many downloads you have. When you make a beer post, you're, you can have those. This year, just to the cost of the podcast and some of the brews and, and like that. So... There is a swag on the way too. There's something me and my wife were talking about having a few shirts and beanies or something to, you know, be able to make a buck or two here on to get rich off of. But you know, to offset the cost of, of going out and, and putting some of the content together. Yeah. So, so, what are some of like the what are some of the tools that you're using? Because you know, I want you to talk about it. And I, I'll I'll say I'll share my own you know everything I'm doing as well and how I'm making some money off of what off of this as well and i'm growing this as well because uh, I, I really like we had our fun we had our fun podcast last week that was neat we got crazy on there <laughs> uh we was talking about fights over subs and, and running running fucking bitches over and and biting bitches and <laughs> yeah pulling hair yeah, yeah she got crazy she got crazy <laughs> so this one out you know gonna be more chill let's talk some business here um so what are some of like so in order to get your podcast out there 
what are like some marketing tools you're using? What are some, um, some, <laughs> um, what are some marketing tools you're using? What are some other like, um, services that you're using or like, you know, what, what are some of those things that are you're using to help you grow? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I distribute, so when you have a podcast, an audio podcast only, you have to go through a third-party distributor for them to be able to distribute your podcast on all levels. So right now, if you tune into Apple or Spotify or Google Podcast or, or what have you, mine will show up if you look it up. So just having that national and international distribution of, of the show, you know, which is uh, cool. There are tools from Google, tools from Apple that you're able to take advantage to maybe put yours up, you know, a notch or two above. And as you grow, that notch or two above keeps jumping up uh, little by little. So obviously it would be cool to be on that Joe Rogan level and have millions and millions of, of listeners every day. But, you know, you kind of kind of got to grow it and keep that content uh, top quality. So hey, karma. it's kind of hard to do it when you're a one-man band and a family man too, man. <laughs> so right. you know, there's only so much time for everything yeah so what hosting platform do you use for your because for, for instance me i use anchor uh which one like what platform do you use yeah i use buzzsprout use what buzzsprout buzz buzzsprout yeah yep oh yeah is it free is it you have to pay for it so they yeah uh, there's different levels so right now I pay about 18 bucks a month. So it's not bad. And I can upload, I think, six hours of content. So that's a pretty much an episode every week if I wanted to. Um, I did an episode every two weeks uh, last year. I'm going to try to speed that up this year, try to at least get three episodes, maybe four a month. Okay. Yeah. And what what does that $18 a month get you? Like, does it, what does it net you? Um when it comes to your podcast or like what kind of distribution, what kind of higher distribution do you get from that $18 a month? So it's unlimited hosting. So they will keep your, your, all your episodes on for. So, you know, it'll be here now and 10 years from now, if I'm still paying that, which is nice. So you can always reference back to an episode um, on top of that. They do give you tools to, uh, Communicate directly with Apple. Communicate directly with Google. Um, I think there's iHeartRadio as well, and so all the bigger platforms. So you're able to have direct access to <clears throat> to your stats and your uh, your profile with them. So all that stuff is when you when you have a podcast because it's the data that you want to sell if you ever want to start selling ad space. Which I'm hoping this year I can get a few breweries to hop on and have their own little, you know, 15 second plug and, you know, pay out a little bit of money and go from there, man. Yeah. yeah. So like, does it push, does it push, uh, give you an extra boost for hosting on that as opposed to a different platform? Does it give you an extra boost? Yep. So uh Buzzsprout is the biggest, uh, what is it? Host uh, podcast shows out there. Um, I think they have over like two or 300,000 podcasts that are on that platform. Um, and they they allow you to categorize your your podcast. So I'm oh. under I'm under history. I'm under food. 
and I'm under something else. So when people start looking for stuff, I kind of pull from those genres. Nice, which, nice. Because obviously there's a lot of history in brewing. I mean, it's it's been thousands of years that fermented beverages have been out there. So I think that was a good one that I chose. And obviously there's no beer one. There's no alcoholic beverage. But I chose food, uh, which some breweries do offer food or there, there's always truck and I kind of try to tie that in as well. And then I forget what the what the last one was, but it kind of gives you exposure. Uh, that's multi Dope, dope. So, like, uh, for your logos and stuff, what, what, like, how do you use your logos? Like, do you design them yourself? Like, what kind of, what uh, service do you use for your logos? So, uh, yeah, all the details I did myself. I used Photoshop. Um, I downloaded some fonts. I messed around with some colors. There's some hops. If you, you use Canvas? Uh, my dome, I, I have to because I have a, I want to start using it because I have an iPad Pro. And I want to start kind of getting into that and, and making some stuff to, you know, make so that's, how I'm doing my, that's how we're doing our labels. <clears throat> yeah. I use Photoshop. Uh, I use the Adobe stuff. Okay. All right. So, so like, what, um, like, what are you looking at, like, for affiliate marketing? What are you looking at for, like, your online shop and everything? Uh, I'm actually just because after this, like, I don't know, uh, window. I'll ask you the same things if you want to come be prepared, and then I'll I'll say what I use and everything myself as well. Um, but like, you know, what what kind of online retailers are you looking at? Like, are you uh, monetized? Are you able to do like a real monetization on on uh, Instagram? Like, do you have like YT and in the Tiki Talk app? Like, um. Not yet. I was before I started like my beer account. I had like a small clothing brand that definitely took. Um, so I was using a uh, Redbubble. Redbubble. <clears throat> Redbubble was pretty pretty good. They have a lot of traffic. I think that's what you want to try to have is the traffic come through the website. But they also have the the link customized and say, "Hey, go to my shop." It links over to Red. You know. Once I have more. more Bag, you know, some shirts and, and maybe some some flat bills, and I'll open up a small shop. But that's still in the work. I really focus on the content of, of podcast itself. For you know, once that's regular and I have a lot of, uh, I'd say, downloads, then we'll, we'll look into other avenues to try to generate some income. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, window. Pretty much the same exact questions. Uh, I'm new in this space. <laughs> so I'm slowly figuring all this out. You know, um, so basically right now, still working. You know, I've been slowly upgrading as I'm learning how to mess with my website, trying to add more features on there to help me be more visible. Um, I think I'm doing – I've been doing better than the year before on IG – than I was the first time. So that's slowly, I say, gradually building up. I mean, I'm at the point now that I can start doing the shop thing. So I'm kind of figure out how to tie, tie those things in that can, you know, kind of help me. Um, so in the upcoming months, I'll probably try to get that shop thing working. Because uh, I guess as you're going up levels, stuff open up for you, what you can do and can't. 
Yeah. Right now, just the time to figure this stuff out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, Definitely. trying to figure out how to do it, you know. I guess I'm not really doing a lot of lives. Most of the time, I'm getting on lives. Um, that's been working more for me, you know. Um, I don't think I'm really that front guy like some guys are, or that great storyteller. So, you know, I'm still trying to find one. Um, but I, I do, I do okay. <laughs> I would, um, you know, if you have a chance to hop on a local podcast that's focused on brew, brewing or, or beer yeah. or craft. Yeah, I've been on a Bruising Banner podcast. You know, I did that. That was actually kind of fun. Yeah. We did that. You know, they do it on Sundays. And you could pick a slot because they do two slots on Sunday. Oh. And I actually was the first live they'd done in a long time because of COVID. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Um, and all of them were together for the first time. And they kind of had no choice because that was the only way they could uh, share in, in the stuff. So, you know, right. I sent them some bottles. Okay. Um, they did save uh, Mrs. Claus. I think I sent them Mrs. Claus. I either sent them Mrs. Claus or Crazy Santa. I can't remember. But they're going to save that to the winter time to crack that. So they probably should have cracked it already now that I think about it from when I did it. Um, but, cold, you know, cold. I'm slowly trying to get on those just to get more Exposure. I'm getting a little bit more comfortable doing it. Um, yeah. like some, some of my friends, we ain't going to see them live. They, they're not going to do it. They ain't showing okay. their face. <laughs> mm -hmm. So um, they might be in the comments, but that's about it. <laughs> right, right. Um, but I want to try to start doing more tools, at least to help get my website more visible. Mm -hmm. um, right now, like, like you said, I'm, I'm doing glasses. Um, hats, t-shirts. I'm going to start trying to do some other things. Um, and right now, because I'm built, I'm in the building stage, so that's kind of the route I'm going just to promote my my, my liquids um, since right. I can't technically do it. Um, and then, I mean, my goal is just to keep working on things throughout this year to hopefully figure out how to open, you know, because that's really kind of where I'm at. You know, but then, like I said, it's it's tough because of the state I'm in. I probably picked one of the harder states. <laughs> so I got, in my mind, two different options I can try to pull out. You know, one's more expensive than the other, of course. Um, and then I got a plan C. I'm going to get a, high, a whole lot of high, I guess you could call it um, frequent flyer miles. <laughs> yeah. Um, if, I, if I can't make it work here, then I'm probably going to do it in Florida. Okay. So there's, we have a question from Emily Needs Sunglasses. Uh, she said, so do y'all, do you all travel for Beer Fest? Um, I'll answer me um, personally, because mine is simple, no, no. <laughs> but I'll let y'all answer. I, uh, I did Bound and Flow last year, so that was my first one. Um, so I got to, to serve my, uh, you know, my beverages with everyone, you know. Plus, it was kind of one of the talks of Barrel and Flow because of my ABV level because, you know, all my stuff is big. The smallest on the table was 20.4. I had a 21 and a 25. But, but like, like I said, what I noticed was talking and stuff like that because when people see the number, they're like – and I, what I thought was kind of interesting was the men were the hardest ones to get to try. The women – one of the first ones coming to the table, then I kind of had to use that to my fans to get them to start trying it. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, it's but I, some of it I think is from past experiences. Most people think big bears are harsh, right? You know, right. so then once they got over to that, it wasn't. Then they started spreading like wildfire around the, around the beer fest. So then I was sort of I was people was trying to find my tent. I mean, I got to meet a lot of brewers trying to figure out what was going on, why everybody was coming over here. <laughs> um, but I mean, it it was fun, you know. Um, for my first one, I think we did okay. Um, you know, they already got the applications going for this year. You know, so it's going to be uh, uh, August, I think, twelfth. Nice. nice that weekend. So, so I'm gearing up to try to do that this year. So that's in uh in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, so and then we're going to pretty much go from there. Uh, I might try to do some others. We'll see. Um, but right now, I just want to. I think I kind of got it dialed in enough of my beverages. Uh, I mean, there's still some things I'm testing still, of course. But um, I mean, I'm really looking forward to just making the next step of you know working towards opening the place. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Yeah, you know, get getting that going, and you know, hopefully get people that's going to help support. I mean, that's really I think from what I noticed from other people, that's seems to be the hardest thing is getting that support. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so, do you travel for beer? Um, beer I, festivals or anything? The answer, I haven't, but I plan to this year. I plan to go to GABF, hit up, uh, obviously, the Great American Beer Festival. That's probably one of the bigger ones in the country, if not the biggest. Um, I am planning a beer trip to either San Diego or to Denver early this year, here in the next maybe month or two. So, okay. you know, that's a goal of mine to actually start hitting up some some different cities and, and you know, going to different locations and enjoying some, some good beers, man. Yeah, Tampa, right. Tampa, right. Beer, I mean, Tampa Beer Week was fun. I went a couple of years, you know, when they was doing the honey pool. Um, did a few in D.C. Um, I try, try to do some of the local ones in Georgia, some of the breweries I know. Uh, so I do some of those. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think it's just fun just to try stuff. Oh, yeah. Or even network and meet people, you know. Exactly. Um, people are out traveling around trying different stuff. So I think it's it's pretty fun, you know. Oh, yeah, some of the sure. events. Right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, I you know, I may try to travel for some tequila festivals. Um, you know, I traveled to LA Tequila Fest last year, or not last year, the year before. Um, I didn't do anything this past year. I may try to do one in Florida. There's um, um, Love Creature Comfort in GA. Good people. Yeah, that's a couple of hours for me, so I haven't been there yet. Yeah, but um, I may try to do the, uh, there's one in Florida. Um, I can't remember exactly where it's at, but I probably will will go in and do that to keep the festival. Um, and another question, networking is where I was going with it. Sorry, can't type in comments. No, uh, I mean, are you, are you wanting to invite them to beer festivals, beer festivals, Emily? I guess this is my question for that. But I do, now that he said it, um, I've been thinking about entering some of my beers in some of those uh, 
events. Yeah. Um, well, there's like the big ones up in, in Idaho too. There's some big uh, beer festivals in Idaho, and there's um, brews from all over the country that get judged there. So there's that one, and uh, obviously JBF California has a bunch. New York has a bunch. I'm pretty sure Florida. You know, some of these bigger states have multiple brew fests a year. So it's hard to it's hard to make it to all of them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm thinking about trying to enter my stuff in it just, just to see what some others think of it. You know, that's just more feedback to help me dial it in. Oh yeah, right. Um, and I know some of my stuff is maybe Emily. not hey, exactly Emily. in a category. You know, so hey. it'd be good to Hello. see what they think, or they may even have to create a category for my yeah. stuff since it's a lot different than most of the things that they're gonna come across. Oh yeah, I bet. Yeah, so so I, actually... yeah, hey. I, I just figured I would invite you to uh, become Sorry. on join the conversation. No, not, hey, I, <laughs> I am extremely happy with the questions. I love when people ask and, you know, and we have, you know, a whole conversation going on between the comments and on, on here. It makes it so much better. Yes, it does. Uh, so I just figured, hey, invite her on here. Let's, you know, that, I'll let you ask all your questions that you want. We can interact this even more. Um, so you guys were talking about growing, and you're asking them what they're trying to do to like grow their accounts on everything. Mm -hmm. And beer fest or festivals are one of the biggest networking opportunities that I've found, and how I've got to know a lot of people in the industry, um, and actually meet a lot of the people that I know. Um, I actually met him. Not I didn't meet you, but I found you from pontoon beer festival off of a live that you were doing with someone else so you said earlier that you didn't get on lives a lot at all but that's actually how i found this live is because you were <laughs> on a live prior so there you go it's little things that 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 build off and that all started from pontoon bring from brownie bash this year yep nice awesome so. yeah definitely definitely i'm all for it um and to me i feel like you know, all of this stuff is, you know, is is important. Um, you know, over the summer, I didn't do many lives at all uh, just because I was so fucking busy with everything else. Um, but I'm just like, I'm seeing my account kind of just, you know, become stagnant. And it's like, I'm not yeah. connecting with anyone. So definitely doing the lives like you said going to events and everything um is definitely highly important i mean this is you showing your face and people being able to interact with you which is you know that's what social media is all about and that's what being a social media personality is about is can people see you and, and know you and hear from you and i think that's yeah. the tough part you know sorry to interrupt i think that's no, the tough part sometimes when you want to have um you know, like I have a podcast account. I want the 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 podcast to take precedent, but I've heard multiple people say what you just said. You are your own content. Sometimes you have to do it as much as you don't want to, you know, just to kind of keep keep it fresh, let people know who you are, and then you know they get to know you, get to know your personality, and you know, yeah, just your face in general. And you know, at the end of the day, it's going to benefit you just to be on a live or two here and there, maybe show your face in a video and. You know, people come around to it and they know you and they maybe message you or comment more often. So 
it's just beneficial and it's fun honestly it's fun yeah, yeah. i can agree with that i mean i think 2022 was way better than 2021 at least using using all these things yeah. going out more making the effort you know um but it, it became more fun yeah you know? exactly. right so emily do you have like are you do you have like a brewery or your home brewer or like you just enjoy beer and you just enjoy the culture or what? Yes. All I would love to be able to be a brewer. Um, I have a lot of friends who are brewers and who I've worked with on doing like home brews and different things like that with them. And I really thoroughly enjoy the process, but I'm just a beer nerd. I just love beer in the community and supporting awesome. people. So yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's honestly, I mean, you know, that's how a lot of this really gets started. Like you just fall in love with the the atmosphere. You lo well, first you fall in love with the spirit in itself. Yeah. You know, and then you start to dive into the community, and you find your segment of people that you really rock with, and you're like, man, I enjoy talking to these people, and they become friends, and then they become even more friends, even more friends, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then you get you know, as you drink a lot, like, I look back at, um, today I was looking back at my photos, and I remember when I originally built my bar that I'm sitting at right now, and I had, like, maybe, like, four bottles <laughs> <laughs> when I first started, and literally, like, as I look right directly in front of me, there are three, six, eight, ten bottles right in front of me right now. Well, 11 bottles, like, directly in front of me right now. Yeah. So what were those first three or four bottles, and how have your, how has your palate grown? Like, did that come to your mind at all? Yeah, I mean, everyone starts off as a, as a basic bitch of their spirit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just to be honest. Yeah. You know, everyone starts off at the basics when it comes to their... There's no judgment. No, I don't judge at all. I do reviews, and if you still like Jose Cuervo, go. You get no judgment from me at all. If that's your shit, that's your shit. You know, it's your flavor palette, your money. You know, all, all I'm here to do is to say, hey, you should also try this. You should also try this. You also try this. This is where it fits in the flavor palette. Blah blah. blah you know, um, but I think that if I'm remembering correctly, one was a was Johnny Walker Blue Label. The other was. Matt Astro Nobel. Um, the other one was Jose Crevo Gold. That was on my on my bar. Um, then I had the the like the one interesting one was this right here, this Alfamado Extra Añejo. Uh, I think this is like I have like a couple drops left from that. This is like three years old. Uh, I never been able to. What's that? Have you ever gone to, I mean, you were talking about a tequila festival in Florida. I'm in Orlando, Florida. Um, and the first tequila event that I ever went to was around Brownie Bash, but it was Art Agave. And I got to try a bunch of different tequilas and brands that I've never tried before. And I fell in love with Yave. I don't know if that's a basic brand or not, but. No, it's, it is, I've never tried them before. Um, they are a harder to find brand that's I'm in Chicago and in Chicago yeah, I moved here from Chicago 
<laughs> what part of Chicago? Western suburbs. So if you're actually in Chicago, yes, I, I worked in Naperville and lived okay. in Bolingbrook yeah. and Lyle, but I'm originally from Valparaiso, Indiana. Okay. One of my best friends lives in Bolingbrook. Naperville is a good time. Uh, do you know where Flossmore is? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I say Chicago, but I live in Flossmore. You understand gotcha. this because <laughs> if you were to say, hey, I live in Bolingbrook, people would be like, how close is that to Chicago? Yeah. You, might well just fucking yeah. Say Chicago. you got Chicago land. Yes, I got you. Right. Because if I say Flossmore, people would be like, I have no fucking clue where that is. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> Make it easy. Chicago. You know, I don't want to feel like doing all the explanation. But yeah, um, so that must you must be happy right now to not be in Chicago. Very much so. Yes. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. But you also know that, like, Chicago is, like, it has a, like, the beer that you can get here in Chicago is amazing because there's probably 100, 200 breweries here in Chicago. But if you want, oh, like, I miss my beer world in Chicago. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I love Florida. Don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on Florida's beer scene whatsoever. But I miss Chicago. I miss hitting up Dovetail and Revolution and Deeds Tar and Ryeway to Heaven and Phase Three and Liquid Love, like all of them. More and Microphone. I can't name everybody, but Miskatonic. Well, I'll say this: you know, every time people talk about good craft beer everywhere, for me, Chicago never really pops up. And I don't know why that is. Like I've had people like, like I've had. Sorry. I mean, I got some on my shelf right now. <laughs> well, no, and that's just me personally. I've had people from Florida, people from New York, from uh, Portland, from Cal, obviously California, oh, a few okay. from Texas. Um, but for some reason, like I've even heard about Michigan. But for some reason, it's like, why is Michigan Chicago not being talked about? Sh- oh, <laughs> all right, so you are missing out. Um, I hope I am. Yeah, do you trade? Do you do like do you do beer mail at all? Or I do. yeah, I have. I just haven't met somebody from Chicago that uh, you know. I've, hit me up. Uh, hit me up after this. I'll connect you with some people um, and some different accounts who I know are still up there who love to do beer mail and who will trade with you. But yeah, we we need to change that for you. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. No, uh, what's this? Do you like stout? Yeah, for sure. So. This brewery called, I think it's called like Baglio, Bag Eagle. Beguile. Beguile. Beguile across from Dubstown. Yes. Yeah. They have this flannel pajama stout. It's a. It's my favorite, actually. Oh my God. It is fucking amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. Revolution has a few things. Revolution. Everything. Revolution. Now that's my. Yeah. That's my. So, have you had the Goose Island annual releases? Like the the fucking uh, their annual stout releases. And Sometimes just, those are good. I just had the. Old I mean, I got a few still on my shelf, um, but I don't know. Most years yeah. is okay. Some years is man. The Bourbon County lineup yep. is what it is. Uh, they have one of the Bourbon County lineup that's Asian Old Fitzgerald's Barrels. And that is amazing. We had that on New Year's, and that was absolutely amazing. Damn. Like, bro, with, like, Dragon's Milk, 
Dragon's Milk. Yeah, I got that seventeen cent one that came out a few months back. Yeah. Now I so sent my other out there to go bring a case back. So around the only way you can get it is to go to the brewery and get it. Right. So I'll just say this: in our past, the triple match. Uh, our past, the one that just joined, that's my buddy who's here in Chicago as well. Huge bourbon guy, but he can speak to the beer as well. In the south suburbs, just around me, within like a 20-minute drive, there's probably about like six to eight breweries just in the 20-minute drive from me. Hell yeah, man. You know, there's, there's two within a five-minute drive from me. Yeah. Like, bro, like... The Chicago beer scene is crazy. That's good. That's good. Dark Lords. I might as well look out for uh, Chicago plane tickets. Yeah. Chicago plane. Yeah, just make sure you do it in the summertime. Yeah. That's a. (laughs) Is that the revolution? So this is revolution. This is one of the deep woods. Rude awakening for you if you go now. Oh yeah, I bet. You have. Lumberstruck, you have Deep Star. Like these are all from Revolution, and that's one of my favorite series that they have. Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. And then one of my local Lagunitas. Lagunitas is that here as well? Is that in Chicago too? Yes, Lagunitas is off of uh, Cicero. Yeah, so Lagunitas they come out with this annual stout as well. That I'll I'll go get. I got one in my cooler right now. Do you have? You, oh, and right then there. you have a red feather series, two of them right there. Yeah, I do. That's crazy! I can't believe you have those. Three of them. Oh, you got the red swift. I love beer. Um. That's nuts. That's awesome. That's local. And then, if you're ever in Orlando at all, the one brewery. And the one beer that I say comes close to me for Revolution in regards to the, um, like, Deepwood Series, Deep Star and everything is this mm-hmm. beer right here. And he hasn't made it again yet, but it's from Broken Strings, and it's called Living on a Doge. This oh, is my wow. last bottle of it. It is so good. It's so good. But if you're ever in Orlando, definitely check out Broken Strings. I post about them all the time. Nice. But yeah. Yeah, I'm going to shoot you a follow real quick. What up, Fireball B? Now, uh, Will It Ties by Lagunitas. This is their annual release, and this is fucking amazing. If you love stouts, this is delicious. Yeah, I get that every so often. Yeah. This but, you know, like, you know me. Right now, I'm searching for big. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I kind of don't go after a lot of that stuff anymore because so I'm going for three, the 17s to infinity. Wait, Emily, so, triple, uh, it doesn't show, this is definitely it doesn't, uh, so, show that you're in the live, like on the drop down, so I can't follow you right now, but I'll, Black Viking? I'll definitely uh, shoot you a follow once I can. <laughs> I do have, so the only... That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so is it Three Floyds that makes the, the Backwoods Bastard, and then they have... Have I think it's three? Is he the three Floyds or uh, or fucking what's the other one? Three Floyds or damn, I don't know why this brewery slipped my mind. Three Floyds uh, or what? 
What for what? Darth Lord is three Floyds. What? Which one are you right. talking about? But what's the other popular one that's like right near here that's in Indiana? It's three Floyds and then there's shit. Are you talking about northern Indiana, like right over the right over the state line there? Or are you talking about like down more south? No, I'm thinking of northern Indiana, right over the state line. There's three Floyds. And then there is, like, literally, as soon as I get off here, I will remember it. <laughs> but it's just slipping my mind. Like, Viking want one of them hats, Brick. What color? Uh, but it's, it's three Floyds, and then there is, so you have the, I'm going to just start naming all beers, and you can tell me the breweries. So you have the uh, all-day IPA. You have a black bacon. I seen your all-black one. Oatmeal stout. You have, no, you have the breakfast stout. Uh, I got you. You have oh, founders. See, I knew I, is either founders or yeah. Uh, founders, most of us don't drink founders. Founders in Michigan. Founders out of Michigan. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, a lot so of us don't, either, don't drink founders. I mean, I mean, you know. <laughs> The whole, yeah, the whole story behind it is fucked up. But, you know, look, man, I'm going to buy me some founders here and there, man. I, I'm just, you know, I mean, I'm supported worse. See what Cordu would be saying. I know. I know. Trust me, I know. I know the story. I know the story. You know, I also heard that they fired everybody that was a part of it. Yeah, but it. If you was there and you went with it, it's the same thing. Silence hey. is just as bad as doing it. Hey, I like the beer. I'm not a supporter of them. I'm not buying all of it, but they're stouts. I fuck with the stouts. I mean, it is what it is. When you go to when you go to a store, my me was a fail. Oh shit, tilted form. That's fucked up. Hey, trial and error, man. Uh, New Holland Brewery is good. Great Lakes Brewery is good. But um, one of them makes the Backwoods Bastard, but then they come out with a annual release. Of Founders that. makes Backwoods, back, backwoods Bastard. Yeah. Yeah. And then they come out with an annual release of that that's like truly high I'm from Black Mike Proprietors for Goose Island. What's that? I said like proprietors for Goose Island. Yeah. So you have like, you know, the usual um, ones that get released every Black Friday and everything like that. And then you have above that the proprietor series. Right, right. So I've not had that, but that like that's like fucking $25, $30 for a four pack. Uh, for proprietors? No, not proprietors. But I'm saying oh, like. Okay. For, for for that ultra, well, for the even higher ABV of that, you know, the Dirty Bastard, Backwoods Bastard, yeah. whatever that next series is after that. Mm -hmm. You know. So the, uh, then in your stouts, do you guys like something, do you have a range in your flavor profile for stouts? Like, do you go from, like, heavy sweetness down to very dry or... Here you go, go home. <laughs> well, that's me. I like, 
I like more boozy. I love barley yeah. wines more, but yeah, I like stuff like what I'm brewing. That's pretty much. I don't look looking for high teens, twenties, thirties, forties. And I haven't got to experience 100. that. I know. Me neither. I've been trying to get some of that. Right. I got a I got a thirteen percent stout in my fridge. It's a marshmallow, this is graham cracker, and a chocolate. But it's only 30, See, I have the highest that I have in there is an Avery Rumpkin from 2014. That's 25. 17 or 18%. This is 25. I mean, come to a share and I will gladly, gladly try that. <laughs> Just come down to Florida. I usually come down there for work because I got teams down there. Um, but it's action packed week, so it's hard sometimes to get away. Yeah. And as we expand, it gets harder. <laughs> yeah. For, for me personally, in terms of what up, Ghost? Um, me personally, in terms of uh, stouts, I like the, the uh, I'm more of a milk stout to like even like a like a, I kind of consider porter stouts as well, but like, I like that deep coffee flavor in there, like okay. dry coffee flavor in there. I know that's still stout, but that's my flavor profile. I don't do much of the coconut stouts. Like, I, like that's a little bit too out there for me. I like barrel aids. Yep. I mean, I like, I like some regular, you know, but. Pretty much, I'm looking for in a stout. It got to be at least 16 and up. I ain't no stout. Ooh. And I, all them people talking about six percent. That that's not a stout. I'm sorry. <laughs> Man, stout means big. Home. So I'm so looking for big. On, because I, I honestly I haven't had. I mean, I've had higher like ABV barley barley wines and all, but. Stouts, I think the highest stout that I've had is maybe like 18%, 18.5 or so. Um, do you feel as the ABV gets higher, you can typically expect more of a robust or thinner body on it? Or um, it, just it depends, depends, on, on, the it depends on how they make it. So, because technically, if you're drinking a bigger beer or even alcohol, really, mm -hmm. you get more flavor from the bigger proof stuff than the lighter stuff just oh, yeah, for sure. because yeah. of the amount of ingredients and things mm -hmm. plus the alcohol basically opens the pores in your tongue so you know so you get more flavor or you should but the problem a lot of times oh, at least no. what i saw like last year and the year Boy, before baby. i guess that's what turned me off on a lot of stuff so i don't know how they were skipping or just the brewing styles have changed from when i started <laughs> but they tasted more syrupy yeah, and, then and a I lot don't... of them taste similar. So, it kind so of, I need to have done more big boys. That's what I'm hearing. Got you. You know, <laughs> but not a lot of people can brew them. There's really only a few companies that have their series that do big ones, like the brewery. They got their series mm -hmm. going, you know, um, doing big beers. Um, like down your way, you know, a lot of the few of the Tampa ones just. The big guys, they have their versions in the high teens, you know. I'll be in Tampa Saturday. Like Angry Chair, you know. 
That's one. But I know that that one year went down, and I was so disappointed. I was mad. Mm. Um, you know, so you just got to try. And then, like, because I was up north, so I got to, like, where I live now in Georgia, you can't really have big beer unless you get it shipped in or have a beer mule that yep. brings it to you. Yep. Or one of your friends collect for you and bring it to you or, or ship it to you. Um, so basically, when I came here, that's basically what started my brewing journey. It's going bigger home so i'm either gonna make big stuff i can't make or get or i'm just not gonna do it yeah so right. that's kind of what started me on my journey and now i kind of got my star down that i do number 20 and up what up, and you know i'm a rip on a lot of styles because i don't really do everything in those styles but i'm still kind of like it you know so i got like i just made my version of a stout from um purple yam and cranberries you know sitting at 21 that sounds good that does sound good <clears throat> yeah he um man it was that shit literally is purple <laughs> uh no i made a blonde style like a year ago a little bit over a year ago i mean i still got a few bottles you know that came in at, at uh, 21 you know I double barrel aged it. I mean, it's it packs flavor. You know, <laughs> smoky. I mean, it, it packs flavor. Um, nice. So I'm interested to see how it will be in two years. So, like I said, I keep I always try to keep a couple bottles because I'm still pushing the limits, trying to see what my stuff does over time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pushing how much my yeast can do. I mean, the biggest I brewed straight up is 28. Man. Man. That sounds awesome. I know, right? Mad but, you know, that's fun. You know, and I just like doing my riffs on different styles. I mean, I'm into more braggots, I say. And I'm I'm glad I'm, I'm making it more popular that more people are trying it, drinking it, and making it, you know. Um, I think the few that were making it just went too literal, you know. So they, when they're using more, they're using lighter more, or they go to honey more, which I don't understand, because you should get that. You should get that from the honey anyway. Yeah. Um. So I've been experimenting, I guess pushing the boundary. So I've been using roasted malts, different malts, and you can still get the flavors from the malts, and you can still get the flavors from the honey that I put in. Um. So. Well, you said, I have, don't you have the, the honey and some of the more. Uh, Brooded uh, flavors in the in the bright instead of in the fermenter. Um, Beer River, it's meads, brackets, and uh, brews that he's he's talking about. Sorry, I just wanted to answer that real quick. Yeah. So me, I mean, from the, the experiments I've been doing, depending on what I'm brewing, because the flavor can come in different stages yeah. of when you're experiencing it, yep. and also you get different types of the flavor. So I do it from you know, from actually from the mash, you know, first first primary fermentation, secondary. Sometimes I also do a third one, and I introduce them at different times to get what I'm looking for. Yeah, um, awesome. So I've been really working hard on making everything more harmonious, um, that basically works together in a group. Um, and, you know, and that's not always easy, but I find it layering the flavors that way comes out better. Yeah, um, awesome, man. So I'm. 
I mean, that's kind of like the fun part, you know, because like even that style, I made a bracket version of it too at 22 and a half. You know, and then, you know, I'm using stuff like cranberry honey, so that's different. Yeah. You know, metal maple honey, so you get the marshmallowy maple type flavors. Um, in addition to it, I mean, I mean it just, I'm just having fun. Like, I, I got a barley wine bracket that I made. You know, so I'm, I'm going to start probably bottling that up soon. You know, um, that's at 22. And uh, it tastes like, like a bottom line, but you get that wave of honey, you know, going through it. But I use three different types oh. of honey. Oh, man. That sounds good, too, man. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. use 60, I use probably 60 pounds of honey in that. Because I usually do 50, 50, about 50, 50. Yeah. Okay. So Huda said he would love to try uh, try that, the cranberry honey one. So how yeah, we all went from that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to hop off. Uh, thanks for having me on. I got to go take care of some stuff. All right. Always great talking to you, uh, Wendell, TLA. Uh, nice to meet you, uh, Emily. Uh, you too. You know, we'll have to link up and, you know, talk Definitely. again. Cheers, you guys. Cheers. Appreciate it, Salt. Yes. Cheers. Yeah. So basically, yeah. if you want to try it, like I said, I'm going to be bottling the bracket. Right now, I'm still playing with the label. So hopefully, I have that made by this weekend. Um even a stout, so that's made basically from the same stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, so you're in Georgia, so I can, I can probably meet you at one of the breweries up in Atlanta because I, I go up there every so often. Um, Says Beer River. Pretty much. Beer River, do you want to come on? I'll, uh, we have an open slot, so this is open forum tonight. Uh, Whoever wants to take over that open slot, send the request, or I can send you a request. Uh, but, uh, sorry, no, I mean to You're good. So go back with what you were saying. So basically what I'm doing while I'm trying to build up, you know, because pretty much um, what I'm doing is selling glasses on my site, and then for that you get a gift. So depending on which glass you buy, because like I said, I made a limited edition um been resurrected, so it's based off of my my version of an IPA, but I did a I did, did a bracket <laughs> version awesome. that that uh, I iced. So I made an ice bracket, and um, that came in at thirty two. So I, I like doing fun stuff like that. So a lot of brewers that I've talked with on everything, I always feel like you can. There's a pretty clear way, like one way or the other, on whether they're focused more on the science of brewing or the creativity on what they can put into it. And I feel like you're the perfect combination of both of them. Like you're both equal parts creative and like what you're using flavor and profile wise as to also the science of how everything is marrying together with it. So it sounds yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's kind of what I've been trying to do. Track. I mean, I've been playing with wood also. Um, I mean, and I tried some barrel aging, you know, which you know is oxygenating the beer, mm -hmm. it's doing different things. Um, but I've also been experimenting with uh, basically doing them in a the bright tank and introducing wood in it to pull out flavors to add with, you know, what I'm going for in the beer. So I'm realizing that there's different, depending on how long you leave it in there, there's different characters you can pull out from there, mm -hmm. like spices, vanillins, depending on what type of wood. Um, 
I mean, I tried cedar, amberana, um, you know, different types of chars. Um, so, I mean, it's been a fun journey to find out what you can get from wood besides just the barreling part. Um, even with, that, with some breweries that mess with, and I'm kind of the same way. Like using a barrel is more about the the wood than the liquid. The liquid for drinking, like because most breweries I think leave the liquid in there so it's wet when they add the stuff in. So usually that'll raise it two to three ABVs because of that for the residual spirit that's in there. Uh, mm -hmm. um, so I'm more like a couple of breweries I know. I'm more into dumping all that out into a glass. <laughs> Or the jar, mason jar, and then because you're still gonna have some of that residual effect in the wood itself. So over time, just extracting that out at different, you know, time time periods, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it, it's, I mean, that's really the fun journey about, I guess, using wood and stuff for me. Yeah. Trying to, you Who know, that? evolve my beer and with flavors and stuff. Yeah. Who that asks, uh, what got you into brewing? Uh. It was hard to get beer that I like, <laughs> you know, because I'm like I said, I'm more into the high stuff. So in Georgia, you really can't get too much of that, you know. And like I said, I have to depend on others to get it to me. Um, so pretty much, I tried it out, you know, with nothing really special, you know, seafood pot, you know. I got, I bought a two and a half gallon, you know, water jug. So that water went into the brew and then I used the jug to ferment it in, you know. Um, I my first one. So, you know, it fermented pretty fast, actually, but, you know, I made a ginger beer, you know, with malts. You know, it came out 8.25 for my first one. And I was like, oh, cool. cool. It worked. <laughs> you know, it, it tasted good, you know. So from there, I just, what's up, quadruple B? What up? What up? What up? What up? So it worked. So then from there, you know, I started investing in, you know, even now I keep upgrading. Um, and then just really got into the art of it, you know, by, by my second brew, I was brewing 16s and up. And then, you know, we did some meads. You know, I did one at 25%. You know, so quite a few people got to experience it. Um, but then I noticed that it really was a lot of brackets. I didn't like a lot of them that I tried. So then I'm like, that's something different. I think I want to go that route. So that's kind of been the staple of what I do. So a lot of my stuff has honey. So even my stuff has honey in it, but just not a lot. Um, so I'm trying to incorporate more honey into all my stuff. Um, but then the brackets, I think it's the most fun. Just come up with these combination of flavors with fruit, without fruit, you know, with different malts that I haven't used. Um, so I kind of read up on all these different things and come up with my own recipes and um, basically keep having fun with the journey of, you know, doing this stuff. Um, right. And then once I finally got my magic sauce to start 20s, you know, I kind of haven't looked back since. Uh, we lost Emily. Uh, but no, that's dope, man. It's dope. Um that said I moved here from MD and they big on getting locals into the breweries. 
I mean, so, you know, me personally, I feel like a lot of people, once they try your beers, they're going to love it, man. Like, once they try your beers, your brackets, and, like, once you get your stuff legal, uh, I feel like they're going to love it, you know. Um, I already have – I, you know, I gave it to one of my best friends who, who works for, you know, for a nice – nice upscale hotel uh, company. And he, you know, he said, hey, man, if we can get this legal, I'll bring it in here and put it on tap. You know, so I feel like there's a lot of people that are going to be on that same page as as them. They're going to want your beers and everything, you know. Um, who that? I'm going to send you an invite. You're more than welcome to join. And anyone else that, that wants to join. Quadruple B. What's, what up, bro? What's going on, folks? How y'all doing, man? You tell us. What you mean? I don't know how y'all doing. What up, what <laughs> no, up? you tell us what's going on, man. How you doing? Right right now, I'm just playing a little Call of Duty, bro. Nothing wrong with that, man. Who how you doing? What's going on, fellas? Hey, I'm good. I'm welcome good. Welcome to the show, man. I appreciate you joining us, man. Hey, I saw I come up on live. What, I said, you want to see what these you brothers talk about? On our show, we, usually, you yeah. know, we go from everywhere, from talking about beer, tequila, some crazy-ass stories, which is last week's show, uh, to, you know, get into the actual business of things. And, of course, cigars. It's just too damn cold up here for me to be outside smoking a cigar. Or else I'd be. <laughs> I'm in Chicago. Where are you? What up, Chicago? Oh, the Craft Brews. Yeah. What up, I don't know which one you are. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm out here in Fairburn, so if, as long as it's 45 or above, I can I can do it. So yeah, you uh, above me. Yeah. Let, let me ask this yeah. question real quick. Is this uh, a kid friendly live or not? I mean, either what way. What do you mean by Ken Krillin? I got something I need to say real quick out loud. Oh, can say it while I want on the line. Say it, man. I mean, say it. You know, you know, you're more than allowed to say whatever the fuck you need to say on here. I appreciate that, brother. What's up, baby? I'm going to go ahead and say it then. Fuck founders. I know a bunch of people are only talking about it, but fuck founders. It was more of me saying that I, I still drink their beer. So I'm the only one that really was. But listen, but I'm going to say this. Listen here, man. I'll, whatever beer you have from them, i buy it from you and, and trash it. <laughs> Fuck founding, bro. And, no. and that lame ass excuse they gave to why they did what they did, man. Fuck founders. Hey, I get it. I get it. Trust me, I get it. You know? But at the same time, when they stouts come out, oh, don't, don't, give me don't get me wrong. I used to, I, I used to drink their stouts, man. They got a good price point and they taste good. But off the principle of the shit that happened, I can no longer drink that beer. I right. just so, so I look at it like this, man. If if I went off of going against everything that I believe, if I went off against, if I used my dollar to not buy not to spend stuff with people that go against what I believe in. I couldn't eat fucking, I couldn't eat Chick-fil-A. 
I couldn't drink. There's, no, there's a lot of shit that we should be cast. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. As right. a black man, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff we shouldn't be spending our money on. I get that. A hundred percent, I get that. There's a. But there's the fact that I'm the fact that I'm in the beer industry, the way I'm in the beer industry, I just can't rock with them. Like, so like all the brewers up here, it's up here in Charlotte, whatever they know. They always ask me the same question, but ever since all uh, the killing was happening, what can we do? How can we fix stuff? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm right. telling the same thing. So so now I got to back that, right? right? So if I'm telling you that you, you got to include black people, that you got to do ABCD for black people, I can't support a, a company or a group that's not doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, for my yeah. brand alone, yeah. I, can't, I can't do that. I'm going to feedback from somebody. No, and, and I, I said the same thing to you because that's how I am with different tequila brands because there are some tequila brands that have good tequila, but you'll never fucking see them on my page because of how they treated me, because of who the people are are behind those brands and and how they just basically looked at, you know, at the black market and marketing to the black people, tequila drinkers, and they said, well, fuck you, you know, and they went with this other, you know, this other lower qualified uh, marketing aspect. And yeah, so so like truth be know, told, so man, I, if I you can respect that. I understand it. Yeah, truth be told, if you think about what you just said, if you look at any big brand, there's some bullshit behind every single one of them. Yep, you learn all of them. Yeah, like you can look at anything from your clothes yeah, to anything like for example, I'm a big polo fan, right? I love polo. I know they didn't say some shit before. Mm-hmm. Right? I know they have. But that's ninety yeah. percent of my fucking closet. Like I just can't start over, like Right. That's that's a financial decision I had to make. I just and, can't start over. But exactly. um But yeah, man, I, I get it, man. So it, to each his own. That's my opinion about it. To me it's always gonna be fuck founders. It's always gonna be that way for me. So I, I don't, I don't down nobody else who, who still um, yeah. drinks their beer and stuff like that or buys it. I don't down nobody do that. It's just to me. Anytime you see me and you say founders around me, I'm gonna say the same thing: fuck founders. Hey, anytime. Hey, and you know I'm gonna respect that shit too, because to me, I respect people's opinions. I respect people's points, and I can understand. I can, you know, I can see where they're coming from. At the same time. As long as you respect mine, when I say right. that fucking breakfast out come out or that backwoods bastard come out, hey man, I'm giving me a I'm giving me a four. And listen, bro, don't don't get me wrong. Both of the motherfuckers good as shit. Don't get me wrong. They're both good. I like my moral just fell out for drinking it, but it's just me. But they they're good beers. They're not bad beers. It's it's more so about the owners than it is about asking beer. Right, right. And that's and that's why I said like I mean that's how I am with some tequila brands that you'll never see on my page because the owners are fucking assholes, you know, and and I can like I'm you know I can relate to you from that standpoint when it comes to founders, you know you don't drink founders because they're fucking they're assholes and they did some racist ass shit, you know, with me with some tequila brands they done some fucked up shit and then and talk to me fucked up way. And I'm just like, all right, fuck y'all. Right. You know, I'm one of the creators as well. All right, bro, fuck y'all. You know, don't ask me to come on your shit. You're not getting an invite on my shit. Don't send a request. Don't even, don't even bother. You know. 
and that's what kills me too. You know you did and said some fucked up shit, but then you want to invite somebody of color to promote your shit. I don't, I don't get that. I'm trying to save face, I'm not. Ain't nobody falling for that shit, man. Founders right. did the same thing talking about they changed ownership. I think they they moved from the dude to the dude's wife. I ain't no changing no fucking ownership. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just skip it over to another person in your family. That's it. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say they did the same thing in cigars with Rocky Patel and uh, yeah. Gurkha. Yeah, Gurkha. We same thing. Yeah. Have you heard? Of- about this Bravada, thing, the Pravada League, uh, the Pravada Club, is it the Pravada Club? Don't tell me that. I just had a Pravada. I just had a Pravada earlier today, Not man. Good. What they do? <laughs> so it's no, the, 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 the League of Pravada. Oh no, Corey. Oh, uh, what's what's okay. the major cigar club that starts with a P? Uh, oh, I was I was looking at some shit where. It was like it came out to where like seventy percent of their following is fake, um, and like the owner was it Rocky the, the, Patel? I can't remember. I cannot remember. Um, Let me ask that. I mean, the only ones that I know with a P. I mean, that I can think of. Was Placencia. It was a it was a, uh, a cigar club, not a cigar brand. Oh, club. Oh, okay. club. Because you know how some of these clubs, they have it to where they have exclusive cigars just for their club. Yeah. It's one of the biggest cigar, like, it's one of the biggest cigar clubs that you can get, well, on paper. And then they got to, they piss somebody off and they started getting fucking exposed. Provada Club. Yeah. Provada Club. Wow. So, what up, John? Uh, so, Pravada Club, they got found out to where it's like 70% of their following is fake or bought. And then, like, the 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 original organizer of Pravada Club was, like, telling people, like, calling people and asking them to attack the club for clout. And it's like a like, whole chain of text messages, like, DMs, voicemails about all this shit, man. I'm sitting there. That is, but that ain't even how the cigar scene works. You don't want nobody to attack your shit. <laughs> yeah. That, that's backwards. Like, you, I mean, I guess maybe they're trying to get publicity or something for it, but you don't want nobody to attack your cigar. That's what made people not buy. See, but no, they were attacking the club. They were attacking the Provada Club because, you know, you know, drama brings notoriety. You yeah. Know? Uh, so, Emily, it's not Rocky Patel, it's Provada Club. So, so they wanted to, so they couldn't do it to where just the name alone and the club alone was able to get them where they want to be as a club and to get them more brands to get more of Drew Estates and Crown right. Heads and all these other brands and make exclusive cigars for, for their memberships and for him to make more money. So he wanted to do it through drama. Like the, the podcast, I mentioned it earlier in this one, but... Uh, in that same podcast, that one of the guests on there, uh, Tequila Wanderer. If you have not, if you do not follow the Tequila Wanderer, you need to follow him. He's a good dude. That's one of the few tequila uh, influencers that I still follow. Uh, but Tequila Wanderer, he was on this, uh, and he said, he said there are some creators out here and clubs and everything 
that want to take the drama route. They, they want to get their following based off of drama as opposed to based That's off crazy. of merit and then, you know, and then being like having good knowledge and then just being entertaining and just cool to listen to and to hang out with. They want to go and talk, talk shit in order to get people to follow them in order to follow the fucking drama. And it, it seems like Pravada Club is taking that route as opposed to just. Well, that, that, that just shows you where we are in America today. Like, right. that shit should never happen. Like, it's going to get clout off of drama. Like, like that's weird. I mean, just think right. about January right. 6th. Right. That's drama tomorrow, though. The anniversary that's, that's what it is. tomorrow. Wait, what did what I make? What's January 6th? You don't know what happened on January 6th? 2021? Nah, it ain't making no bills. Bro, are you serious? Ah, <laughs> never mind. Hey, listen, I don't want to Never mind. I don't. I don't. I don't get that shit none of my energy. That's why I didn't remember. I don't know. Nah, fuck that shit. That shit's stupid, bro. Yeah, oh. I yeah. I, I got you. My my bad, y'all. My fault. Yeah. But yeah. Same, same concept. Same concept. Yeah, I, I, I really I, didn't yeah. remember the date, but I know what y'all talking about, though. Yeah. Yeah, but that, yeah. you know, to me, yeah. like, I'll speak on certain things. I'll, you know, if I really need to, that's the reason why Tilted Farm House asked me to name the, the brands. I'm not even going to name the brands because I don't even want to give it energy. I don't even want people to start, like, I don't even want to, I don't even want to do that. You know, I'm just going to leave it as, if, you have, if you've heard about this brand and you've never seen the brand on my page, me even mention the name of it, just understand that there's there's some people that I that just said some fucked up stuff and or just you know that said you know this, this that or this and didn't want to market to their tequila to black people, you know at least on my forum when I have a, one of the bigger well probably the biggest black tequila forum on Instagram at least you know. And it's like, all right, bro, you know, hey, that's your choice. It's your brand. You know, I'm going to go over here. I'm going to find Ray Libre, one of these other multiple thousands of brands over here that will rock with me and that want to expose their brands to to us, you know, that want to give us some time to, to talk about it with us. Big shout out, big bro. My brother just joined in here. Uh, but yeah, man. And like I, I don't, I still don't understand that concept behind it. I get what people are saying, but I think that's just stupid. Negative, basing something off negativity is just, I don't know. It's right. But that's the world we live in. Yeah, I mean, but that that also that speaks to these reality shows as well. Like you know, these reality shows are hugely popular because yeah. it's always drama. Like you know. And, it gives people a false hope of reality is what those fashion shows do. Those fashion shows give you a false hope of what reality is. Right. Exactly. Corey, you said drama sells, period. I mean, it, it does. You know, drama and, and crazy stories. I, I'd rather go with crazy, fun stories. That's what I like to go with. Crazy, fun stories and let's talk some business. Let's learn how to make some money. You know, the drama is too stressful, man. I, I gotta, 
<laughs> Pop your fucking gummy. Let's have a good time. <laughs> What you drinking on there, man? Um, well, this what I'm drinking. Right on now, I'm retasting um, Susselot. So uh, I brewed this probably a year and a half ago. Um, it's it's my if if you look at the name and read it backwards. So it's Susselot, but it's a riff on Colossus. So I. I had a beer similar to this 15 years ago. Like I said, that was the one I turned That was originally in the 20s. Um, they make it every four years. Um, so from memory, from how, how I tasted it, I created I created my version of it. So it's sitting at 25%. So it reminds me of One per year is all I got. Hmm? So I got one beer from one of your beers per year is all I got. <laughs> I'm well, that's the one I got. <laughs> Did you drink it yet? No, I, I, I can't open that thing and drink it by myself, man. I gotta wait for some people to join me with that one. What? <laughs> A barrel aged IPA sip at twenty two percent. Hey, that shit. That shit drinks just as well as this. Oh. I'm not saying it don't drink well. I'm not saying it at all. What I'm saying is, I want to be able to walk away from the motherfucker after I drink. <laughs> you can. Look, 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 look. Watch it. See that? Pour me some, and then go like this. Look, look. You, you got a point, but that's a stout, right? Stouts hold up. Nah, nah. It's actually not. It's it's my version of an American Strong. Oh, oh. And then maybe you know what. <laughs> I'll be right back. This is American Strong Ale. Brick style. I'll be right back. It's not carbonated. I'll be right back. You see, he's fucking with me. He basically, basically called me a bitch without calling me a bitch. <laughs> That's what he did. What I do? Call me a bitch without calling me a bitch. <laughs> I didn't say no hard words at all. I don't expect yeah, anybody to drink it if I'm gone. If you do, then you yeah, the, you the you. man of the Because I, I don't even I hear you. That's what you call me, man. It's all right. John, hey, hey this is this is definitely some amazing fucking tequila. Yeah, baby. yeah. All about that ABV. Extra in your home. What's that, John? It's time for me to step up. It's time for me to step my tequila. It's time for me to step my tequila. You haven't seen my, my bar. All right. Oh, yeah. I'll turn the camera around. Take you on a little tour. This is just, no, no, no. Don't even say Dan yet. Are we okay. doing tours of our shit? That's what we're doing? <laughs> well, we're talking about tequila here. Oh, yeah. Just tequila. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Well, tequila and whiskey, that's what... Hold on, wait, 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 wait. This is just... This is just a small bar. All right, man. <laughs> Listen. I'm going to send my address to somebody <laughs> else. All right. 
if 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 I fall out or something, y'all send a fucking EMS over here for me drinking this shit. <laughs> Oh my God! You going on the drama route tonight? Bruh. Oh jeez! Yeah, oh, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, Bruh, that, 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 oh my God! What? Bruh. This smell like it's gonna fuck me up. <laughs> <laughs> It smell like it's gonna fuck me up. <laughs> the motherfucker pull like it's gonna fuck me up. Look at it, man. <laughs> you pour oh. too big. You gotta pour that. You gotta pour that. Like Yo, hey, hey, hey I'm gonna tell y'all the messed up part about this. I never realized the name of this beer until just now. Okay. You know what the name of it is? <laughs> Dead man walking. Yeah. yeah. The name of it, I made it. The, the, the shit yeah. called Dead Man Walking, bro. It's a, that's just a regular Dead Man Walking. <laughs> he, has, he has another one. What's the other? That's the that's the lowest high. That's the lowest ABV of the Dead Man. What's the other one? Dead Man Resurrection. Yeah, Dead Man Resurrection. Thirty-two. That's the big one. That's the big one. Dead Man Resurrection. My ass. That's dead Dead, dead man. man. That should have been a Dead Man. I'm gonna go get it. The Dead Man Resurrection. Hey, bro. All right, time out. Time out. <laughs> wait, wait. Hey, listen. If you need anybody to like invest or help you get this kicked out, man, call me. <laughs> but this, this this shit is good, bro. Thank you. I'm gonna have to hook up with you and get some, or tell me where I need to go to get some. It's good, but I ain't, ain't stupid either. So yeah, you missed this reaction time. So that's all of that I'm gonna drink tonight. <laughs> that's fine. You can close. That's all you need. Close back up. That's all. You hey, seriously, bro, this 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 shit right here, man. So like, I haven't. Had a lot of braggers in my life, man, but from what I can recall, this is probably one of the better ones I've had, bro. It's it's sweet, but not too sweet. It's boozy, but it's not like, I can't drink this type boozy. You get what I'm saying? Like, the smell is good where it's supposed to be. I can smell like, you put this in barrels? Yep. No. I can smell the barrel, no. bro. I can smell like, like a hint of honey. You put honey in here, too? Just a little yeah. bit. I can smell a hint of honey. Yeah, bro, it's, it's, it's good all around, bro. Hey, thumbs up for this one. That's not even a joke because we're on this live. This is good. I appreciate you. See, look at that. We got you to open it. That's what we wanted to put it in front of you. Call me what you want to call me, bro. I was scared to open this motherfucker. Uh, Why? <laughs> you out? We bro. going to kill you. Uh, all right, so yeah, I got time for a quick story. I, I'll keep it real simple. Hey, tell your so, story. so the only beers I ever drank that was over seventeen percent was your beer, and some beer I can't remember the name of it. That was in Madison, Wisconsin. It's only made in Madison, Wisconsin. So I went to a bar in Madison. The beer drunk so good, bro. I didn't even know the ABV when I got it. 
right? I just like the details of the beer is what drew me to it. And I didn't even ask about the ABV. So I'm sitting on there, I'm drinking the motherfucker, right? I'm on my third one, getting ready to order another one. So the bartender walks up to me, right? Like, you know how when you're in the bar or something, you, you can tell that you're getting a little tipsy, but you don't know that you fucked up. So the bartender's like, hey, man, um, I just want to let you know, I don't mind pouring you one because you seem like you're still good, but that motherfucker's 27%. I looked at that shit. I said, what you mean? So he brought me out like the one of the bottles of it that I could have bought. And he was like, look at it. The ABV is 27%. He said, look at the board. The ABV is 27%. So at that point, something happened in my body where I had to go piss, right? <laughs> so I get up from a bar stool, dog, and stumble. And stumble, right? So I go in the bathroom to piss. And until a dude, I, I'm I'm like this, I'm like this on the on the thing, leaning forward, pissing, and like a dude came and told me, said, "Man, are you okay?" I had fell asleep at the stall, bro. So, so, so I got another one. So I got another one, right? And um, I go to Madison, Wisconsin, because I work in IT and do deal with Ooh, Epic a lot. Wait, so, wait, 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 wait! You fell asleep at the bar, bro. You fell I'm like, this. I'm like, he's asleep in, in the bathroom at the urinal. The urinal. I'm like, he was going to the bathroom with the seat. He was going to listen. Listen. Yeah, that's an epic story. Now listen though, so so I get back to the bar, right? The bartender, the bartender's like, "Hey man, I tabbed you already because I thought you had left." I was like, <laughs> "I was like, smart man, what was the tip?" He said, "Twenty percent tip." I said, "Smart man, see you later." Right? So I hit the chair and stumbled again. And he yelled. He said, "Come here, sir. Come here. Come here." He left your debit card, right? He said, "You got your keys on?" I said, "Yeah." He was like, "You're not from here, are you?" I said, "I'm not." He said, let me have those keys. I was downtown Madison, Wisconsin. And he, I was like, nah, man, I got to drive back to my hotel room. It's a long way. He said, we'll get you an Uber, right? right. So he's like, what hotel room you staying at? This is how fucked up I was. And she said, what hotel you staying at? I said, I'm staying at the, uh, I think it was the Hilton Garden Inn. He said, downtown? I said, yeah. He said, bro, we one block over. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he walked me outside. He said, he said, what did you park at, right? And I get outside, I was like, I don't know where I parked it. Damn car in the parking garage at the hotel. <laughs> Listen, man. I don't want no problem. Okay. We we get it now. Oh, so my oh, so my brother over here calling me out. And I drunk more than, than stouts at in Cleveland. Don't do that. Don't do that. So, yeah, yeah me and him went to Cleveland for oh, uh, my, my aunt's funeral. And I was like, well, we up here, we're going to make the best out of it. So we went to a bunch of different breweries, man. And about that fourth brewery, I'm looking at him like, I'm glad your ass dropped. <laughs> <laughs> I was done. Hey, nah, man, but uh, these are good, though, man. This really is good. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Car in the parking you garage. You thought you drove. Not, the, the, that the funny part. The funny, the funny part was the damn hotel was damn near. It's next to is it was next to the bar. Are you sure you were only drinking beer? Oh sure? no 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 no! That was my last stop. I only drunk beer there.
I was, I was drinking. Uh, all right, y'all. I'm not a lightweight, so so don't think those three beers sent me. They, they help. So. That's what I'm wondering because I'm like, you had to like had something else to drink or smoke yeah, something so, or ate something that like. So I, I can tell you exactly how that night went. So I went. The first thing I did was went and smoked a cigar and had a bourbon. I had a cigar and one bourbon at that place. I left that place and I went to a bar called Great Dane, which is a bar and brewery in Madison, Wisconsin. And I probably had two flights of beer there. And then I left there and went to, um, I think it's called Old Fashioned. It's not the drink, but it's a it's a, a breakfast bar. And they serve good cocktails and stuff there. So I had a cocktail or two there. Okay. This is the big brother. The this big is the big resurrection. So yeah. why, why, why you couldn't give me the whole family? You could have, you know. This is this is the big brother. <laughs> I didn't know there was ours. <laughs> what I was told was, I do A B C D and you'll send me one. I did A B C D and I got one, so I thought it was good. <laughs> so what flavors are you getting? I don't know what it is, man. I, I, I to me, it's still honey. That, that's still. I know you said you only put a little bit in there, but I'm tasting a lot of honey in here. Or if it's not a honey, it's some some type of berry that you put in here. No, that was no berries. I mean, it has a citrus flavor because of the gin barrel. Okay, and that's the, that's the barrel taste and the type of hop. Because I put, um, I hopped it with mandarin, um, mandarin hops. Yeah, bro, I'm getting a barrel, and I'm getting honey. That's what I'm getting. But if you only put a little bit of honey here, that's another flavor on that back end. I can't put my finger on what it is. Yeah, I can't figure it out. So outside of the Mandarin, I might be getting some of these flavors from the Mandarin, but what else did you put in here? What other additives did you put in here? That, that's two malts. It, it got dry hot uh, three times. Um, that's it. All three, all three times with the same? Same, the same Oh, yeah. Okay. This one I drive up nine times. Shit, you got a lot of time on your hand, my brother. What are you talking about? <laughs> Some of you, yeah, you drive top, you drive up that motherfucker nine times. <laughs> hey, so I do got a question. Who's the lady that was on here earlier with you, man? I I wasn't able to um to get her name. Emily. Emily. Okay, yeah. Uh, she kept bringing up founders. I, I kept putting in the chat, fuck founders, fuck founders. <laughs> no, I was the one that brought up founders. Uh, oh, okay, was, okay. Yeah, that was me. Because uh, the consensus amongst everyone else was fuck founders. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, the, the core.
Corey, Corey, I'm on the sours, man. The sours are my shit, man. Man, don't listen to my brother. My brother just got into crab beer fucking with me. And sours is what he fell in love with. He hadn't oh, even shit, man. He can't even drink shit else but sours. <laughs> you gotta drink something oh, else Emily, besides for sours. Emma's in here. I'm sorry, Emily. I apologize. Emma said I did not bring up sours. <laughs> <Right, right. laughs> you See, tell him, Emily. Emily, you saw I said the record straight. I said it was me. I'm the one that brought up founders. I'm the only one that said that I drink. Emily got quiet. Emily was like, I'm not in this. Exactly. <laughs> no, no. So, she said, no, I'm not in this. So, so let me set the record straight. I thought she brought it up. It was nothing against Emily and her drinking founders. I was just making a statement. That was it. I didn't know no, who no. she was. That's the reason why I asked. Oh, uh, nothing against Emily. Emily. I don't know Emily, so nothing against Emily. <laughs> no, Emily, Emily just joined. What up, Rock? Emily just joined the show for the first time today, and we appreciate okay. her contributing, and hopefully she'll contribute more. You know. Yeah, she uh, she pulled out a stout that I had. A, I wanted to know where it was from. I can't remember. She pulled up a bottle. Um, I can't remember because I was playing a video game while I was talking to you guys. But she pulled out a bottle, <laughs> and it sounded interesting. That's the reason why I asked. No oh, man, these flavors. Oh, man, I miss it. Man, about to go. He falling in love with his brew. Look at him. He having a I'm about to go to sleep. Home. I'm about to go to sleep. Fucking with his brew. Honey, <laughs> all bad. the just the flavors from the hops, man. Whoever did this, man, hats off to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do a reenactment of window right now. Hey, nah, man. But seriously, though, I might, I might hit you up to get a few more of these, man. I. I deal with a lot of the brewers and stuff down here in Charlotte. Yeah. They would appreciate this. Okay. They would appreciate this. I'd tear something. This window. Man. Gentlemen, I actually got to get going. Hey, you yeah, maybe we can meet up watch. one of these weekends. Yeah. You just don't want to talk there no more. Yeah. Hey, yeah. and what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, trust me. After that, after that story, <laughs> that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> Trust me, that story was for the ages, and I just met. Oh that's god, that's, man! Yeah. Well, look. That being said, there's plenty of stories like that. Yeah. If, you, if you were here last week, we had some crazy Woo! fucking stories last week. Some crazy Thursday. Maybe Thursday. Window, yeah, window myself, and then usually quite will be or uh, Seku, who's in Africa right now, who's not on. We usually come on 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, and then stay on for a couple okay. hours or so. Yeah, I'll, I'll appreciate you, bro. Next week. So, Emily, yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, so Emily said, yeah, it's a beer by bro. Even though strings called Living on the Dodge is what it was called. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Well, yeah, man, I appreciate you joining. Uh, but even though I'm in Georgia, that who that is. Uh, what part of Georgia you in? So. Fairburn, so uh, just I'm south southwest Georgia. So oh, the reason why I asked because we got family out in London. I, I travel down there often, so that's the reason why I asked. Yeah. I can't believe y'all boys on no Thomas, oh, man. That's my Big beer drinker in Georgia. Everybody know Thomas in Georgia, man. Thomas Butler. You kind of remind me of Thomas. That's what's funny. Well, but I ain't going to hold you up no more, man. <laughs> oh, no. 
no. We got stories. Oh, we, we got stories, man. We got stories. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I will catch All right, you. Man. Uh, sure. Appreciate yes, you, bro. Yes, All right, man. I got a story. Yep. He tried to say I punked him in the drinking at tonight. This? Yeah. This? Yeah, you did. You called me a bitch, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> you you did you did, bro. You, you called me a bitch and you made me drink it. So if I get drunk tonight, I'm blaming that shit on you. No, 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 no. Well, I got you, I'm gonna tell you. Did you that to me too? You know, he blamed me for his, his, his long day. It is on me if I get drunk tonight. But I, I do gotta tell you this though, man. Um, when it warm, uh oh, I'm sorry. Emily's back on. <laughs> You have no need to be sorry. No, 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 man. I, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna put it in the works right now, dude. Um, when it warms up, keyword there. When it warms up, mm -hmm. I'm gonna take a trip to Chicago. I've never been it's outside of flying in. Now. No, the fuck it ain't. <laughs> well, if you like stouts. Honestly, the best time to go is going to be at the end of January, beginning of February, because that's going to be stout season. Nope. Um, you, and it's not that cold winter. It doesn't start till March, and winter is like March <laughs> through May. So, honestly. Yeah, so Tyler will be shipping it to Georgia. I mean, North Carolina. I'm, I'm from North Carolina, Emily. Um, I, I, I grew up in Arkansas. Yeah. I, I don't even know nothing about Arkansas, so that that's totally different. That's, that's outside of my warehouse. So like my my wife wants to visit all fifty states, right? <laughs> she wants to rent an RV and visit, visit all fifty states. I told her I was like, it's just it's a few fucking states that I don't I don't want to be caught in, right? <laughs> and Arkansas is one of those states. <laughs> like, Arkansas is one of those states. No, see, I used to say the same shit about founders before all that shit happened too. Fuck founders. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but look though. So like Arkansas, Idaho, North Dakota, South Dakota. Hey, bro, like I don't, I don't see myself going to these places, man. Like why the Dakotas? The Dakotas are cool. Who? Uh, huh? Montana. It's nothing up there. Hey, listen. The only reason I would go to Montana is because they got good hunting out there. So does South Dakota and North Dakota. So does Iowa. But what are they hunting though? <laughs> that the that's it that's it right there yeah so that's from broken strings um this is the only time he's made it and this is the last bottle that i have but i'm gonna be seeing him tomorrow so i'm gonna try and see if they'll make it again but to me this compares to deep star revolution i'm about to get mad at you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Emily, are you in Chicago right now? No, I live in Orlando, Florida. Oh, that's why you got all that beer. Because y'all don't have no good beer down in Orlando. We can beer in Orlando. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. We have some beer in Orlando. Deadwards oh. came from Orlando and Golda Gabbeth. All right, so I, I take that back. I've been to a few breweries in and around Orlando area because we try to visit there once a year. I ain't had no good beer since I've been to Orlando. Now, maybe I'm going to the wrong places, but I have, and I got a list on my phone, but I haven't been to a good brewery in Orlando. And it can't be that many. 
So if I'm missing something, put me I on game. I touched on this earlier. I'm not hating on Florida or Orlando beer scene at all, but I miss Chicago <laughs> whenever okay. it comes to beer. I said that that's okay. as nicely as I can say that. So I had some locals that lived in Orlando that I met. And it was like, man, I'm going to be honest with you. They drank beer. That's like, man, I'm going to be honest with you. Drive down to Tampa. What? Yep. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah, yeah. Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Yeah, See, I, I have... Oh, Corporate Ladder. Down well, in so, Fiesta Key, St. Pete area. So, all right, y'all want to hear another story? <laughs> of course. Yes. Of course. We so, like these stories. Then I need right. some popcorn. So, it's, it, they big stories. That's the funny thing about them. They big stories. So, the end of July... The end of July, I went to me and one of my homeboys went to visit one of my good friends in Tampa, Florida. Right. So I had reached out to a few connects I had down there. I was like, yeah, man, stop by, holler at us. Right. So my plan, I, I took first class down there for 80 bucks. I upgraded to first class. So I was already drinking on the flight. I had about five drinks on an hour flight. So I was a little tipsy already. So we land at like 11 something, get to the hotel about 12. And my homeboy don't drink beer, but he was like, man, I'm going with you wherever you go today. I was like, bet. And I had a sheet of paper. A lot of you not. It was probably about that long full of breweries. So we stopped at Magnanimous, went from Magnanimous to Woodland Springs, I think it was. Left from there, went to um, Garagee's. Left Garages and went to um, Angry Chair. This is all in the first two hours. Yep. So it's about it's about one o'clock now. I hit up four breweries in two hours. It's about one o'clock, and I told my homeboy, I said, "Man, I, I, I knew I was drunk. I was like, man, I need to go back to the room, and let's take a nap, right? And then <laughs> we'll wake back up and we'll go out." <laughs> you bet. I went. I went back to the fucking hotel room and woke up. It was eight o'clock. <laughs> He was like, he was like, you were sleeping so good, man. I didn't want to wake you. <laughs> you got to take like a power nap. I mean, this is going to be me on Saturday. I'm going to be in Tampa Saturday for a birthday party. Yeah, that was a six-hour power nap, sweetheart. Uh -huh. <laughs> I went to sleep. I went to sleep. I drive to the next brewery. You take a nap, and then we gonna get up in here. And we gonna have another beer. Yeah, but but this is just my opinion. And when I say Tampa, I'm talking about St. Pete and all the surrounding oh, yeah. areas. That is, the, that, is the, that is the best area on the East Coast for crap beer. Look, look, Quadruple B. On the East Coast. Come, quadruple B. You're going to come here. We're going to go to like five breweries within like a 20-minute drive from me. Yep. And then we're going to go downtown. Make sure you get, get a limo so he can stretch the fuck out and sleep. Right. You driving, yeah, right? You you driving, right? I'm not driving. Fuck that shit. Nah, no. because I know how it is if I get up there with him. If I get up there with him, it's not gonna just be beer. He's gonna have me drink a fucking tequila and and I'm gonna have to pass out somewhere. It's just it's gonna happen. We gotta like, I know me hydrated in between. Right, but I, look, we gotta I drink water Ubers. and eat all the time when I'm drinking. No, no, it's Ubers. We got we gotta take Ubers. We're gonna do we're gonna do Ubers that way. I'm not taking a chance. She's not cup. taking a chance. Yeah, you can. What up, Kenny? You know who killed uh, Kenny? You can. Kenny's dead. Out. We're gonna ride tonight. See another one that fucking is done. And we're gonna be good. We're gonna get the Uber school, so, man. Mark, mark, mark my words, dude. Mark my words. And I don't care what Emily say. It needs to be warm for me to come up there. I'm not you have fucking to go going to dovetail, though. Do you like loggers and like traditional styles? Emily, can you see my name on here? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I can't. That's why I'm asking you. Oh, my name is Black Ball Bearded Beer Snobs. Okay. So, yes. Definitely hit up Dovetail. Have you had Dovetail before? I have not. Yeah, you it's like the have to go to is, it, is it based off the cartoon? No. Well, I can't go there then. No. They have a cool ship back there that they've used quite often to brew out of, which I think is pretty cool. Uh -huh. um, but I love smoky brews, and I don't get a lot of like good, true, like Roush beers or Doppelbox or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And Dovetail is where I can always get that up in Chicago. Dovetail Metropolitan is another one that's really good on the nose. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know all the brews you're talking about? Yeah, I know roundabout I'm in, way. I'm in good hands then. Yeah, I mean, to, I'm telling you, I said this earlier. I said there's probably like a good 75 to 100 different breweries here in Chicago. Like, and what's the biggest the beers they make? <laughs> if they ain't 20 plus percent, you don't want them. There are some that make that. The teams, I don't want them. I'm just going to tell you. I'll there, there walk back out. In the, there are some that make that that are in, but they're like annual releases. You know, like there's none that you really can find that's like that on a consistent basis. But like their annual releases, you can find several of them for their annual release, especially their stouts that are that are there. Again, it has to be one. I just can't say he said I pumped him tonight. You have, that is just wrong. You have June and July. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Right. I didn't say you pumped me. I said you called me a bitch. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You all, I was crying. I was laughing so hard at that story earlier. When you drink the mat. Oh, yeah. I, I need to find out what that beer was, dog, because they was like, they don't sell it nowhere but in Wisconsin. They don't sell it outside of Wisconsin. But that beer, when that dude told me that beer was 27 I got to go because when. Whenever I, I went to Madison, I've been to Madison once. I used to go to Milwaukee all the time whenever I lived up in Chicago area. Um, well, but we went up to Madison and we did like the whole tour of Epic and all of that. And I loved it up there. Yeah. I need who to get makes, back up there. Who makes Spotted Cow? Because Spotted, the, the owner New the owner of the brewery. Yeah, New Glarus yeah, makes them. Right. So they make a big uh, ABV beer, too. Hey, They're I'd have been cheese. them. Yeah. And they, they don't sell outside of Wisconsin. No, they won't. It might have been. It might have been them. Now mm -hmm. I did like Spotted Cow. That was a good well, idea. I, I did like that. Do that to you. I'm a sell. I'll hold you to that. He said, "I don't give a fuck what state you in." <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I said. It's Georgia. I can drive north. We'll be good. Yeah. Right. Oh man. I was about to say something. I forgot what I was about to say. Oh shit. Must not have been that important. You forgot. Couldn't have been that important. Now it was based on it. Actually, it was a short story. It was based on something that Emily had just said, but I forgot when you started talking. I forgot what it was. It's that beer. That beer getting to them. See, see what I got to go through? <laughs> see, see? Based off this motherfucker, 22. I'm sorry, 20.47%. Hey, you accurate as fuck with your ABVs, too. Damn. 20.47. Most people have been like, like 20.5. <laughs> I need you to know exactly the percentage that you are drinking at. And technically, you're supposed know, to do that. That way you know to sit your ass down in the house when you're drinking this shit. So that way you don't fall asleep above a urinal? Yes. Hey, hey. 
first of all, you, you, if you a man, you ain't never did that. You ain't lived yet. Girl, I ain't never living it. Never. I don't get that bad when I go out. I've done plenty of fucking partying in my life, and I have never <laughs> fell asleep in the urinal, ever. And I'm saying I didn't party all over this fucking. Man, I, I didn't fall asleep. I got a power nap. I was resting my. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, and then you woke up at eight p.m. Right? No, nah, that was a second. That was Tampa. Right. Now, that mm -hmm. I can't even lie about that one. I got drunk. He was counting the cracks in his eyes. That's what he was doing. No, all right. So, so when right I went to Angry Chair, this is yeah. what I got. I went to Angry Chair. Angry Chair was having their anniversary slash moving party. They moved to a bigger building. Oh, in that Tampa. was recently, yeah. man. In the in the yeah, in that was in like the last couple months. Yeah. Sorry. In the drive. So like. The owner and the brewer was there, and like they mm -hmm. seen me and my other buddy talking about it, and we was pop opening bottles, so it turned into a bottle share of stouts. Angle Chair, oh. Angle Chair has a bunch of stouts. So when I left there, yeah, yeah, uh, it was a problem. Oh wow! No, uh, see, I'm all over the place. If you come to Chicago, you come in July. You might as well come the end of July, beginning of August. We're not gonna go to any breweries, but we're gonna go to Lollapalooza and we're gonna get fucked up. And we're gonna have a good fucking day. But why, but why are you getting taken to a brewery, my man? Because. Yeah, especially at Lolo. Do you not see my name? There's a couple of breweries right there. I know, but when you're inside of Lollapalooza, we're going backstage. We're gonna be drinking. We're gonna be smoking. We're gonna be having a good time. And you probably. I told you I supposed to. Yeah, I told you I supposed to be in Detroit already. Um, in, in July. So, all right, I got a story about Lala, this past Lala. I'm not going to use names because he's going to watch this and you'll be like, fuck you for using my name because I see him like at least twice a week. <laughs> uh, but, so, we're smoking. We're smoking backstage. We always get fucked up on Lala, right? So, uh, uh, my fucking neighbor, literally right there, like, a second away. So we, we're smoking and everything. And this man says, oh, I got some moon rock. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. He's like, I'm about to roll it up. Do any of y'all know what moon rock is? Yep. Yeah. So he rolls up some fucking moon rock. Right? In the backwoods. So... My boy takes one hit of this shit, blows a fucking hole in his chest. He's coughing like no other. I, I take like one or two hits up. I'm like, I'm fucking done. Don't give me this shit anymore. Just, you can have this shit, right? So my, so my boy goes over to get some drinks. Can barely even walk, barely even stand. He took him forever to fucking stand up. Goes over to get some drinks, gets his drink, and then all of a sudden, He's standing on the wall with his head on the wall, <laughs> trying not to fucking pass out. He said it felt like he was having a heart attack. Oh, was his? Ch I'm sorry. Was his chest like burning because he took so big of a hit? Like it just went down, or was he just like no. that spaced out and high? No. You have to understand how strong Moon Rock is. You can take a little. Honey, I know. That's how strong it was. 
He's on the he had he was on fucking Jupiter. He was on Jupiter. And he's planet? Yes. He's on right. Jupiter. He's he's on, the, he's on on the fence. Everyone's around, just done. Like trying not to have a heart attack and pass the fuck out. It's backstage bottle. <laughs> You had to get something to mellow you out, huh? Hey, Not my brother. I'm glad you know. Not me. No, him. Yeah, him. I, I went higher. You would be. <laughs> hey, man. You know, you know what I feel like y'all doing again? What? Oh, like y'all calling me a bitch that's, again. That's porn pretty. Huh? Only, only so that's like, porn pretty. 